If it's the weekend, it's time to have fun with your pet. But when it comes to technology, apps, and what's hot, you don't want to waste money or waste your or your pet's time. Welcome to Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. In today's show, Lorian and her guests will keep you in the know to keep your pet happy as well as you and your family. Now here's your host, Lorian Clemens. Welcome to Pet Lover Geek, my fellow pet lovers. Today we're going to be talking about a really exciting competition that's held annually in the pet industry. Launched in 2016 by Purina, the Pet Care Innovation Prize is a competition to support and connect innovative early stage companies that have products or services that are already in the consumer facing market and I'm so excited because this year I had the pleasure of attending the pitch and awards event for the 2019 finalists and I'm really really honored to be able to talk to all of them today but we're going to start the show off by talking to Adam Hobler he's the business development manager at Nine Square Venture which is the venture arm for Purina it's such a pleasure to have you on the show today Adam thanks so much for coming on yeah, I'm really excited to join and talk about all the fun, exciting stuff we're doing over here at uh, Torino with the startup community. Fantastic. Well, I want to start off first. Let's kick it all off by telling us about the Pet Care Innovation Prize. What's that all about? Uh, so the Pet Care Innovation Prize is an opportunity for uh, Purina to connect with the startup community, um, help them out share our, our 125 years of knowledge and expertise uh, in and around the the pet category, the pet consumer. Um, and so this is the third year that we've had the Pet Care Innovation Prize. And each year we award five winners, and those five winners get a cash prize as well as an on-campus boot camp where they, they get to come to Purina through to our headquarters uh, and gain some valuable insights around pets and the, the owners and the category. We also um, break out some time where we bring in outside partners um, that provide uh, advice and guidance um, in terms of fundraising. And then also there, there's an ongoing relationship with Purina that comes out of uh, at the Pet Care Innovation Prize for each of those five winners. It is such a cool event. And, and I've got to tell you, when I got to attend this year, the final pitch competition that was at Global Pet Expo in March, it was, I was just stoked, you know, because we're a startup company as well at my parent company at Pet Hub. And it's so cool to see a company like Purina that is proactive in helping, you know, companies that are startups and getting out there, entrepreneurs in the pet industry grow and learn and, and, and just turn the industry on fire. It's so encouraging to have you guys out there doing that. Yeah, we were really excited. This year was the first year that we had the opportunity to um, present on that big stage at Global Pet. Um, the first year we did the, the finalist pitches here on, on Purina's campus. The, previous, the, the next year uh, we did it at Global Pet, but it was in like a side, um, a side hotel in a conference room there. And this was the first year that we got to have that, that big high visibility stage, which was really exciting. Like as you're walking towards the new item expo, which is usually where, where everyone goes at some point in the show, uh, you, you come across that stage and it's like, you've got to kind of follow the yellow brick road, which is like that main drag. Yeah. That takes you right there. So we were really excited for that. Partnership. And the energy there was palpable. So great to see them up on stage and doing everything. Now I want to kind of talk about the types of businesses that entered the competition and what it's about. Cause it's not, just about pet food. I'm sure people listening are like, oh, I'm sure it was like a new pet food competition or something like that, but it's not. Talk about the kind of businesses that are entering this competition. Yeah, well, so so this year we had a pretty diverse set of winners um, that, that come from different business models. So one of our winners was uh, Base Paws, and they are in the cat diagnostic space. Another winner that we had was Bond Pet Food, and they're in the, the business of uh, creating alternative protein sources. And we had Guardian Vets, who's in vet services, Playdate, which is an interactive smart device, and then uh, Shameless Pets. Uh, and they are taking uh, waste streams and upcycling them into treats. And so, the, the, so the, it's not just you know, pet food and treats and litter areas that Purina traditionally plays in, but it's anything that impacts comprehensive pet care. Yeah, and I love how diverse that was. It was really great. Yeah, I would say in general, like when we're looking at like which companies um, we're most interested in, there's kind of there's really five platforms that we're looking at. Uh, one is like pet health and wellness, and so those are things like diagnostics and veterinary solutions. Uh, another platform is just pet services, so like walking, boarding, grooming would fall into that bucket. 
uh, pet technology. So this could be hardware, software, artificial intelligence, uh, kind of processing technology. So you know, that's where that uh, alternative protein source and the food waste streams would kind of fall under. And then we, you know, we are still interested in traditional pet food treats and litter and as long as you know, those companies have capabilities in adjacencies or spaces that maybe aren't in Purina's core wheelhouse. I love the wide variety that you brought into this competition. It was really exciting. And I know that after talking to all of them at Global Pet, uh, and they all agreed that being a finalist gave them so many resources and so much positive insight. And it was part of that getting to see all those different sides of the industry that was part of the really cool part of it. So I'd love it if you could talk a little bit about, you know, what do the finalists go through? Once they're, the five finalists are chosen, what are those next steps that they take in the Pet Care Innovation Prize process? Yeah, so once they're selected, we'll work with them and put together a press release to kind of get some some awareness. We'll work with them to identify you know, what are in their in their key market, like what would they like that messaging, and how can we work together to craft that messaging so that it gets picked up by as many outlets as possible. Um, we also then, like once they're selected, we'll bring them on campus for a boot camp. They'll be here for five days. And we'll bring in experts around pet behavior, around digital marketing, e-commerce. We'll provide, like, legal advice. Uh, We'll bring in some outside experts to help coach them uh, regarding their their presentations. Because, you know, any startup will tell you, it's like you're almost always fundraising. You're always, you know, practicing, getting your story together. And uh, and we we bring in some experts to help them make the most of those opportunities when they are in front of investors. Uh, We also bring in some outside investors. Investors uh, to just give them some coaching and things that they look for. Just have general Q and A sessions. So you know they come on campus, they get that boot camp experience, and then from there, there's uh, about a month or two in between when that boot camp happens and when they do their their final presentations at the Global Pet Expo. And then uh, what comes along with the Global Pet Expo is they also get uh, a presence there. So they'll have a table, we'll have their banners up. Um, so they get uh, a portion. Uh, we 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 book out a couple booths and they, between the five, they get to uh, split up the space within those booths. So then they can have meetings with you know, potential customers, potential partners, and, and have a location at the show where they can host meetings. And then once all that kind of wraps up, uh, they also, well, sorry, actually, I almost, I almost missed, uh, skipped over the, uh, the cash prize that everybody gets. So you also get a no-strings-attached cash prize. So we're not asking for equity or part ownership. Um, but through that relationship that's developed, you know, via the diligence process that we go through, via being on campus for the boot camp, spending time together at Global Pet, um, there's, there's that ongoing relationship that, that happens with Purina as well. Now talk about, so they actually get there, they're on the stage, they do the pitch, which is really great. Can you talk about like how how did the judges then step back and, and decide, okay, this is who gets that grand prize? What, what are the criteria that they were looking at? Um, so there's, there were several criteria that really just revolve around, you know, being the most innovative company to improve the lives of pets and their owners. So some of the criteria that they were there, well, I guess the criteria that they were evaluated on was, you know, most unique and innovative. Um, what is their leadership team like? Uh, what kind of market or market traction or scale potential do they have? Um, what is their impact on pets and their owners? And then who would benefit most from a partnership with Purina? So those are the five different criteria that they're evaluated on. Fantastic. And, and of course, the, the winner this year was Guardian Vets. And so now, now yep. that, 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 and we'll, we'll get to talk to him, uh, John later in the, in the, uh, show. But now that, that it's all over, what happens next? What's, what can these finalists and then Guardian Vets now look forward to? Oh, uh, so, so now we, we're actually con- having continuing conversations with several of them. Like I mentioned, there's that ongoing relationship. And so when they are at a point where they're looking to raise their next round of funding, they'll reach out to us. If they have any questions regarding like, hey, I'm looking for a manufacturer that, you know, has these specific capabilities. I can think of one that comes to mind right away that has, has recently asked us that question. You know, we'll, we'll work with them. We'll work with our internal partners to identify like who's a co-manufacturer that we could connect them with and then kind of make that introduction for them. And so just depending on what the different needs of their business are at any given point, like we are happy to serve as a resource to help them. That's what an incredible thing. So I'm, I'm a new company. I've just started and I'm think, listening to this and I'm thinking, wow, this is really great, but I don't know. Am I ready to uh, apply for this year? So tell people that are out there maybe listening that have their own startups, what should they be thinking about if they're th- considering applying for the next year's? 
Um, I mean, I would say like really just think like you don't, there's, there's some companies that will, uh, you know, that have been a winner. So a perfect example of a company that has won that um, wasn't making revenue yet was, was Bond Pet Foods. Um, they're in that alternative protein space and they um, had a really innovative product. Maybe they, they hadn't made revenue yet, but it's really unique and it was more than just an idea. You know, they, they had some tangible traction that they could show in terms of, like the R&D and their, their steps towards getting to commercialization. And so uh, even if you're a company that's pre-revenue, you know, don't be afraid to apply. Um, just, just, it has to be more than an idea and there's got to be more traction there. Um, but we'll, so companies from that end of the spectrum, so, so pre-revenue all the way up through, you know, you could be um, you know, a million dollars in revenue, even million, like over a million dollars in revenue. Um, we would still love to, love to hear from you. Um, uh, we don't really have a cap in terms of uh, the size of the company. And so, yeah, if you're looking to partner with uh, a company like Purina, if you're you think there would be an advantage or, or opportunity there for a partnership and collaboration, uh, definitely reach out to us. Fantastic. And where would I reach out? Can you tell us how to get more information? Yeah, that's a great that's a great follow up question. So, uh, so pet care pet care dot com is where you can go to apply, and also there's uh, information at that URL that'll just you know if you have any questions about the application process or um, some of the locations that will be here in the near future, um, just let us know. We're actually doing a, a little mini tour to uh, six different cities around the U.S. Uh, we're actually well, I won't be there in San Francisco tomorrow, but uh, one of the partners from our team, Blair Morgan, will be there along with a couple of representatives from um, our uh, scouting partners in Active Capital. So they'll be in San Francisco tomorrow. Uh, then we'll be in Baltimore on, July, on June 5th. We'll be in Seattle on June 18th. Uh, Boston on June 25th, New York City, June 26th, Los Angeles, July 31st. And then uh, if you happen to be at SuperZoo, um, look for us. We'll have, like, there'll be a big Purina booth. And if you want to get in touch with us while you're there, uh, they'll, Purina booth will have cards that they can hand you um, that'll let you know how to get in touch with us. Excellent. Thank you so much for being on the show and talking to us today, Adam. Oh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Stick around, pet lovers. When we come back, I'm so excited. We're going to be talking to all of those finalists that Adam just mentioned, the 2019 Pet Care Innovation finalists who... The first two that we're going to talk to help reduce food waste by treating your pets, and then another who's going to help you learn more about your feline family members. While you wait, make sure you go check out the Pet Care Innovation Prize. Take a look at all the amazing things that they're doing. Pet Lover Geek, brought to you by Pet Hub, will be right back on Voice America. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective, plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite hosts. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Check out the Voice America Variety Channel on Facebook. This is the place to share and read stories about and from our hosts and shows. And you can add your voice on today's hot topics. Like us and comment on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Voice America Variety. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. This is Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. If you'd like to connect with the show today, please send an email to PetLoverGeek at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Pet Lover Geek. We just finished chatting with Adam Hobler from Purina about their Pet Care Innovation Prize. Now, we love that Purina and companies like Purina are doing the PCI 
P program. You know, our sponsor company, PetUp, is a startup as well. And having large corporations like Purina highlighting entrepreneurs who are making innovative strides in the pet industry is such a great way to get people more excited about these new products and new ideas. So we just love that here. And so this is now what leads me into our next segment, which we have two guests that were finalists in the PCIP program. James Bello from Shameless Pets and Anna Skaya from Base Paws. We're really excited to hear from both of you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Well, James, let's start with you. You spoke last, so I'm going to tag you first. <laughs> let's tell everybody here at Pet Lover Geek about Shameless Pets and what it is you do. Yeah, absolutely. So we started Shameless Pets about a year ago, and what we do is we make all-natural, grain-free dog treats that each have a functional health benefit, but our mission is around fighting food waste. So what we do is we work with farmers and food processors and upcycle their unused ingredients and put them into our dog treats to create incredibly healthy treats that are also sustainable for the earth. Oh, awesome. I, I, I actually, when I heard your pitch at uh, Global, I was, I was like, yes, this makes so much sense. And I am huge, as everyone listening to this show knows, into earth conservation, reducing waste. So the fact that you folks are helping reduce that food waste to upcycle it into dog treats, it makes me so happy. It seems like such a no-brainer, simple idea. But how did you come up with it? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I appreciate uh, appreciate you saying that. So I was actually working at a retailer before starting this brand, um, and we were working in our produce section and, and literally thinking about um, how we were merchandising our produce. And as we created the, the new merchandisable space for that, what, what happened was we were putting more and more produce on the shelf to give this abundance of fresh but we were then ultimately throwing away up to 40% of the produce going directly to landfill. And I just had this aha moment, like there's got to be a better way around this. Um, I have a little puggle who's food obsessed, and and I started kind of connecting into the startup scene and met who's now my co-founder who's a food scientist, and we just started exploring up the supply chain with farmers and food processors and and started to to realize there's a massive opportunity and we can do our part in cutting into to all the food waste that's going to landfills. I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to hear a little bit more from you in just a minute, but I want to flip over to Anna, give you a chance to talk to us about Base Paws. Tell our listeners, what is Base Paws and how does it work? Yes, I'd love to. Base Paws is a cat DNA test. Think of us as a little bit like 23 and Meow. We are the world's first at-home genetic test for cats. So we've all heard about DNA testing. You know, it's, it's dinner time conversation now. You've done it for yourself. You might have even done it for your dog. Um, but you haven't done it for your cats because, well, really because cats are understudied and underfunded. And we haven't, we just don't know. You know, cats are a mystery. We don't know that much about them. And we don't know that much about them genetically and, until now. That's so exciting. Facebook was launched. It is, you know. We, we're really excited to be in the space because not only are we the first ones, we're really are focusing on this idea of cat health. We understand that genetics is tied directly to health. It's tied directly to nutrition. Um, so there's really no better way to understand your cat inside and out than to understand more about its genetics. That's fantastic. And, you know, you, you mentioned the dog DNA. We actually did an entire show about dog DNA. Uh, so maybe we'll do a whole show about cat DNA and have you back to talk more. But yes. we, we did the uh, the whole testing and everything like that. And so tell people a little bit about wh- why did it take so long um, for cat DNA to come in? Is it? I mean, cats always get a bad, you know, the short end of the stick because everything's about dog, dog, dog. But, but what made you start this company and how did you go about getting all that stuff together to start a company like this. What really made me start the company is exactly what you just said. Cats just don't have that much exposure. I'm a huge cat lover. I'm also, I'm really into this idea of genetics. I did my own DNA test. I was the very early adopters. It changed my life. It changed the way that I view my own health. It opened up some things to me that I didn't know about my health. And I was really excited about the technology behind it. And I wanted to expand on my own experience and give, bring this into the world of pets. I've been working in the entrepreneurial founder space for basically my whole life. So this is my fourth company, Base Buzz. Um, and, you know, when something just clicks, 
baseball just clicked for me. The genetic space was hot. There really wasn't a, a cap product on the market. Um, I was very well aware of the products. I saw that they were doing well. Um, I knew that this really was the time to do it. And finally, 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 all the researchers out there, and there's some really amazing labs in the country that are doing research specifically for cats. Finally, there was stuff coming out that was useful and important enough to be reporting on for everyone. And, and a really important point to make, a lot of the information we know is about pure and the health markers that affect them. Base plus is about the mixed breed. We talk about celebrating the mutt, celebrating the domestic short hair, and learning more about our mixed breed cats. That's what we're all about. Awesome. I love it. And uh, anything that's helping with wellness, I know that that's a it's it's on trend, too. So it's a big thing that people are really the consumer is really getting into is is anything that has to do with wellness. Both of you right now, you have such hot, um, relevant companies, which is super exciting. And I'm sure that actually probably went into maybe why Purina was interested in both of you. I'd like the, the same question for both of you, and then we'll take turns answering. What made you want to enter the PCIP contest? Because it's a lot of work uh, and you're in the middle of trying to do a comp. What made you want to enter? Let's start with you first, uh, Anna. Absolutely. You know, indeed, it is a lot of work. For all the companies out there that are thinking about applying, it's one of the things that took probably the most in terms of interviews and um, application-wise and just getting all of my advisors and investors to make time to to vouch for us. Um, But it was worthwhile for really for two reasons. Number one, um, Basebox is interested in how do we combine nutrition and genetics. And we really value all the work that Purina, Purina has done in this space as well. Purina has a huge team working on this intersection of genetics and nutrition and all, how to elevate feline nutrition. And there really is not a better partner for us. And number two, Purina is really, really good about nurturing startups. And that was very visible when we went to visit them in their HQ. Um, just a company that believes in innovation, um, and so that was the second reason why we, why we applied. Fantastic. And what about, what about you, James? Your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's very similar with Anna. But for, for myself, it was Shameless Pets is my first foray into pet care. So being able to partner with what I would call the leaders within the pet care space and being able to glean a, a lot of information from them has helped accelerate our learning curve, um, really to try to prevent any of the stumbling blocks that a lot of entrepreneurs have within the space. Mm-hmm. And then, frankly, the other one to benefit us, and I think just more kind of broadly, is as we look to upcycle more and more ingredients, being able to partner with such a large company who can help bring scale. And, and we've had a lot of conversations with them on different opportunities that they may see that we just aren't privy to uh, given mm-hmm. our size to be able to go tackle some of the other challenges uh, within the supply chain uh, and open opportunities for us, which has just been which has been fabulous for us. Now, I imagine when you do a process like this, you have a couple of moments that are either the aha moments or the moments where you go, Oh my God, I can't believe I didn't think of that. Uh, where they're, t- you know, sending you through the ringer like a boot camp almost. Did you have any of those type of moments? James, let's start with you. Yeah. Yeah. We, um, you know, it, it goes to our sourcing, frankly, and the upcycle, uh, ingredients. I mean, when talking with some of their teams, there was absolutely that moment where they're like, well, have you thought about this ingredient? Because it has this functional property. We know, X, Y, and Z about it. And it was just like, wow, how have we been at this for a year? And we never thought to go into that. So um, coming out of that conversation, we're now actually moving into formulating new, unique uh, flavors for, for product extensions. Oh, that's exciting. What about you, Anna? Any of those aha, like, whoa, moments? I was just about to interrupt James and be like, yes, me too. I had a very similar experience. Adam and and I sat down when we were at Karina HQ in St. Louis, and I came to him with my partner, Kristen, and we had this, this document, and we went through things, and, and he very quickly steered us in the direction that we haven't thought about, and he said, what about this data source, and what about this data source, and what about wearables, and what about this, and, and Kristen and I just sat there after a while and walked away with this idea that was completely not different, but much bigger, that is now really the core 
the core of our strategy and even even the words that we're using in our presentations right now have come from that conversation with Adam. That's wonderful. So this is something that you'd recommend for everything, yes? Yeah, everybody, every new startup? Absolutely. 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 <laughs> Fantastic. Well, let's just take one moment. I want to give each of you a chance to tell people where to find out more. So, James, you first, Shameless Pets. How can people find out more? Yeah, find us on shamelesspets.com. Uh, our handle on Instagram is at shamelesspets, and we're on Amazon. And just launching in brick-and-mortar retail, we're at HEB in Central Market in Texas and just launching with Meyer in the Midwest and moving to more retailers around the nation. Ooh, that's exciting. And you, Anna, tell us where we can find out more about Base Paws. So find us on basepaws.com or Base Paws Instagram. And the most exciting thing about us is on April 28th, we are on Shark Tank. Woo! We're going live on Shark Tank, season 10. We're closing down the season. Watch to see the sharks bite. Oh, I hope they don't bite too hard. I hope they bite on the deal, though. That would be fantastic. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much for coming and chatting with us. I know you are both super busy because, hey, I'm in a startup. I get it. So thanks for taking that time. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Stay tuned, pet lovers. When we get back, we're going to be talking with another two Pet Care Innovation Prize finalists who are keeping you in touch with your pets and developing new ways to incorporate your diet into your pet's life. Super exciting stuff. Now, while you wait, we're going to ask you to go check out Shameless Pets and Base Paws and see those amazing new innovative products that they have. Pet Lover Geek, brought to you by Pet Hub, will be right back on Voice America. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480 294 6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com This is Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. If you'd like to connect with the show today, please send an email to PetLoverGeek at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Pet Lover Geek. Now, we just had a chance to talk to James and Anna, who were two of the finalists for the Pet Care Innovation Prize. And now we're moving on to the next two finalists. Super duper excited to get to talk to them. They are some very innovative individuals. First, we have Kevin Lee from Playdate. And then we also have Rich Kellerman from Bond Pets. And they're going to be talking with us about how they are changing the way we play with our pets and also how we feed our pets with brand new proteins. Thank you so much for joining us today on Pet Lover Geek. You bet. Yeah, thank Thanks you. for having us. I'm really excited to talk to you. We're going to start with Kevin, and then Rich will talk to you in just a second. So, Kevin, tell us about your fantastic invention. It's called Playdate. And tell, us, tell people what is Playdate and how you came up with the idea. Yeah. So with Playdate, we've built a camera inside a ball that streams live video through your home Wi-Fi to our mobile app. So even when you're not at home, you can literally chase your dog or cat around. You get a live video feed. You can actually control the ball remotely. And so it's a great way for you to keep in touch with your dog or cat. And for your pets, it's a great way to keep them active when you're not there. We actually started the company uh, with a slightly different idea. We were actually building an activity tracker. And when we talked to the pet owners about what we were building out, they said, you know, that's kind of interesting. Um, but I don't really have any problems that that solves. I just feel guilty leaving my pet home alone all day. And we realized this was actually a really, really big problem. We talked to a ton of pet owners. Every one of them felt guilty. And sort of the best that they could do were the stationary pet cameras that were out there. 
which kind of let you spy on your pet, but you can't really interact with them. And so uh, through a bit of iterative development, we were able to come up with something that lets pet owners actually play with their pets and also keep them uh, active even when they're not at home. I, I, I love your your whole concept too, because there's a lot of different interactive things that are out there right now. It's really an idea that's starting to catch on. You know, we've got live view cameras that have treat dispensers, and we've got some robots with lasers on them and things like that. And then even toy balls that you can, uh, you know, use remotely, that type of thing. But but yours is really unique. And I would love it if you could tell us about what makes Playdate different from other products that are out there that are in that interactive toy or treat space. Definitely, definitely. So I think in, you know, when you come, when you think about the pet space, there's really two types of products here that um, Playdate is, is often compared to. One is some kind of a robotic toy that uh, moves around and your, your dog or cat can chase it. Um, and that's, you know, that's pretty good. Um, but the problem is you can't really use that when, when you're not at home. Now, when you aren't at home, pet cameras are the obvious solution, but those are typically stationary. And so ours essentially combines both of those into one. Uh, it's a movable camera, so you can actually follow your pet around. Um, and they also get the exercise that comes with one of the robotic treat, uh, robotic toys, I should say. Yeah, and I, I thought, too, when I was watching you pitch uh, there at Global Pet Expo, I loved that you were t- how you were talking about how you had used software to even help with the way the video can be seen. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, so what, this is actually maybe a pet peeve of mine, sort of a personal mission. Uh, so I actually come from the tech space, and I know that you know our best computer science and engineering students aren't going into the pet space, and there's really no reason that shouldn't be the case. You know, two-thirds of U.S. households have a dog or a cat. Um, there's like 200 million cats and dogs in, in the U.S. alone. Um, our best engineering students should be solving problems that pets and pet owners have. And so one, one other area that I think really differentiates our company is the fact that we use deep technology to solve some of these problems. Uh, and so we, we use a lot of software to, to basically develop additional services on top of the ball. One of the great things about IoT devices is you can continually update the ball. We can continue to develop new services, deploy those to the ball, you know, much like a Tesla or something like that, and basically add more and more features and improve upon existing ones. We can make all of this possible thanks to you know, improved uh, cloud computing infrastructure offered by, you know, the, the, the usual big tech companies um, and also advances in computer vision and image processing, things like that. So exciting. So exciting. Okay, well, we got to move on to Rich. So Rich, we're going to move over to you and let's talk about Bond Pets. Now, I want you to tell everyone what Bond Pets is doing because it's really special. Yeah, yeah, you bet. So we at Bond are working with food technology to make pet food from animal protein like chicken, turkey, and beef without the animal. And how we're going about doing that is we're working with decades-old fermentation technologies that have been used to produce enzymes for cheese manufacture or good bacteria for probiotic supplements or even the... uh, the heme protein that's in the Impossible Burger that uh, you may have tried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we're just reassembling that fermentation specification to, at the end, harvest high-quality animal proteins and then using those as the foundation of our complete recipes. And, and one of the reasons, well, there's several reasons that we're doing it, but um, you know, there's, in reality, conventional meat production just comes with so many challenges when it comes to safety, you know, keeping the pathogens like salmonella and listeria and E. coli out of the food supply or animal welfare, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just the, the volume of farm animals that need to be killed each year to satiate our demand and our pets' demands for meat. And then sustainability. Uh, I think it was um, a UCLA study that was uh, published a couple of years ago that suggested that if America's dogs and cats were their own country, their consumption alone of meat alone would uh, would rank fifth in the world. So they would be the fifth largest consumer in the world of meat. So you know, there's a lot. Of, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, there's a lot. Yeah, so there's a lot of different um, just real challenges that are attached to meat production that our technology can help solve for. Now, I, I obviously love the idea of, of creating 
proteins that are not harming other animals. I love that idea. But I'm just curious, what's been the reaction of people so far that you're talking to? Because sometimes you can get a pretty negative, frankly, reaction when you're talking about things that are created in the lab. Yeah, and it has been polarizing just because I, you know, it, it is in some ways for most a new concept, right? It's it's not linear to say, wait, you mean you didn't get this meat from that chicken on that farm or this, mm-hmm. you know, supplier, right? It's 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 uh it it takes a a minute for people to kind of understand how this works, but um, you know, I'd say overall, even with that, the concept, the idea, the spirit of what we're doing has been really well received. We get a steady beat of inquiries every day from the public and the press, uh, really interested in what we're working on and clamoring to uh, being able to buy it from us and, uh, you know, in their stores in their neighborhoods. So, yeah, I do think that there is a a real rich, robust audience for this. And at the end of the day, as I mentioned before, we're not, uh, this isn't a moonshot. We're not wholly creating a new technology. We're working with uh, just the concepts of fermentation um, that have been around for years and and have have been used to produce many of the things uh, that we all eat today. Um, So it's not a, a foreign material or a foreign concept, so to speak. I love it. Well, I'm so excited about what you're doing now. I want to turn this back to what brought us all together today, which was the Purina Pet Care Innovation Prize competition. I would love it if you could both just talk about, you know, what has this competition done for you? How has it helped you? You know, what impact has it had for you as a company? Let's start with you first, Rich. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, first, it's it's an honor to be included in uh, the company of, of startups like Playdate with Kevin and and Base Paws and Shameless Pets and uh, Guardian Vet, like all amazing ventures and, and what they're doing in, in their areas uh, of business. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so with that, we've uh, kind of built a little camaraderie, a little family, right? We, uh, we all have been able to confide in each other, share resources, learning, you know, things that, you know, we might have wrestled with that are relevant to our own specific pieces of business. So just Karina bringing us all together, I think that's been a a real benefit and a huge asset. And then when it comes to Karina's engagement overall, I mean, they've been amazing in the sense that they brought their own resources to bear to help us with our own specific uh, work streams and challenges to make sure that we're successful. So whether it's uh, in my case, you know, uh, giving us access to people on the nutrition side or the regulatory side or, you know, other um, talents and areas of expertise that could help us along. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, uh, it's just given us something that we would have never had access to before. That's got to be exciting for you as a startup company. And, and what about you, Kevin? Yeah, just to follow up on, on Rich's comments, um, you know, it's been super great experience. Um, and connecting with these other guys who are, you know, in similar shoes, albeit in different industries, uh, definitely been great to share the success stories and, you know, also the horror stories. Right. Um, but also, but, you know, just sort of having, having fellow, you know, friends going through the same experience has been super great. Um, Purina has been amazing, really opened up, I would say, their playbook to us, given us the perspective of what an industry leader thinks of the, you know, the various uh, areas that we work in, specifically pet tech for me. But, you know, one of the other cool things is it's also exposed me to other industries in the pet space that I hadn't been exposed to before. And that's, that's not really something I, I had originally anticipated going in. Um, you know, most, most of my time is spent talking to other tech companies and hearing about how other companies in the pet industry uh, operate and think um, it, it's just been a, a great learning experience. That's fantastic. Well, I'm so excited for you both. Congratulations to both of you. Kevin, real quick, make sure we know where to find you online and to learn out more about Playdate. Yeah. So to find out more about Playdate, you can visit our website, www.playdate.ai, and you can buy one today. Fantastic. And Rich, how about you? Tell us where we can find out more about Pond Pets. Yeah, I'd, I'd say that the same cast of characters. Uh, go to uh, Bond Pets. Dot com and you'll be able to learn a little bit more about literally what we're cooking up. Uh, and then we do also have a presence on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. So uh, yeah, come visit, come see us. Thank you so much for joining us today. Really exciting stuff. You bet. Thanks for the opportunity.
Stay tuned, pet lovers. When we come back, we're going to be talking with the 2019 winner of the Purina Pet Care Innovation Prize and how they're helping you and your veterinarian after hours. Now, while you wait, make sure you go check out Playdate and Bond Pets and look at all the terrific things that they are up to. Pet Lover Geek brought to you by Pet Hub will be right back on Voice America. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. This is Pet Lover Geek with Lorian Clemens. If you'd like to connect with the show today, please send an email to PetLoverGeek at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. All right, pet lovers, it's the moment that we've all been waiting for. We've gotten the chance to talk to the other four finalists for the 2019 Purina Pet Care Innovation Prize. And now it is time for our last guest, the winner of the prize. Now, this is a really cool company that we're going to be talking about next. So it helps us with that questions of emergencies that might happen for your pet after your vet's office is already closed. You know, it always seems that the accident or the medical emergency happens right at 6.30 p.m. after the vet's closed or even worse, on the weekend when your vet's not open. And you just need to contact somebody to see, you know, hey, do I need to take this vet into the emergency care? What should I do? Well, our final guest today, John Dillon, is the CEO and founder of Guardian Vets, and his product helps give us those answers. He's also the winner of this year's Pet Care Innovation Award, and he's going to tell us all about how they are helping everyday pet parents with the problem of knowing what to do when an emergency happens off hours. Really excited to chat with you, John. Welcome to the show. Hi there. Thank you so much. Well, I want you to just start off with how you started. How did you decide to start this company? Yeah, so about two years ago, I adopted my puppy, Patrick, and as a new pet owner, was overwhelmed with questions, not knowing what to do with everything from nutrition to behavior to, mm-hmm. to everything, really. But um, there's a couple instances where I was worried about him either getting into an accident or swallowing something he shouldn't have. And of course, it happened after hours. I reached out to my veterinary practice and got a voicemail and said, leave a message or go to the emergency room. And, you know, I didn't know if it's emergency or not. The pet doesn't talk. I'm not medically trained. It was really a difficult position to be in because, you you know, you look at your bank account and you say, is this something I can afford? Mm-hmm. And it, it just feels really horrible, to be frank. Uh, so when I reached out to my veterinarian, he said, listen, I, I understand and I'm sorry, but I, I have a family and I need work-life balance too. And, you know, it's, it's unfair to expect me to be on call 24-7. And, and I thought, well, wouldn't it be amazing if there is a way to allow the practice to offer around-the-clock continuous client care, uh, but do so in a way that was free for me as a client and, while still, you know, benefiting the practice. And that's what we set about doing, and that's how Guardian Bus got started. So this is a service that is for the veterinarians then to give to the pet parents. So it's a B2B market, right? Correct. So it's kind of B2B to C in the sense that 
we help empower veterinarians by allowing them the option of having work-life balance, by allowing them to just rest easy, knowing that their clients and their practice is being taken care of even after hours. But it benefits their clients directly because we're helping them in that critical moment of need, right? So I always get asked this question with regards to the business model, because um, when they say it's free for the clients, they say, well, how do you make money? The hospitals pass a subscription to offer the service to their own clients. And we really believe that by making it free for your clients, you're building that sense of trust. I mean, think about it like if your friend asked you for a bit of help, let's say moving the furniture, a bit of advice, and you try to charge them, that would kind of erode that relationship and that sense of trust that you have with them as soon as you introduce money. So by making it free, what we want to do is encourage clients to call their practice as much as possible. And in turn, the practices see more revenue by being able to capture appointments that otherwise would have, may have been turned away after hours and being able to capture new clients. So that's how they monetize in the back end. Well, great. Tell me a little bit then about, so that's that's what I'm super curious about. Tell me how the program actually works from soup to nuts. What's the experience like? So the experience from a user point of view is very simple. You just call your practice as per normal. And, you know, instead of them picking up directly if it's after hours, our team of CVMs and licensed CVTs will pick up. Uh, we have our, you know, custom CRM software that understands where the call's coming from, pulls up the hospital preferences. We're able to help you triage what's going on with your pet and determine if it's an emergency or not. If it is, we'll send you to the emergency room and follow the protocols of that practice's choice. If it's not, we can help you schedule an appointment for the next business day and keep that business in-house. But from your point of view as as a client, it's super seamless and easy. I can imagine that this has got to be invaluable for a, a veterinarian to have. I mean, we actually switched years ago. We switched our veterinarians because we found the veterinarians so difficult and so hard to um, get into. It was a single vet practice, and so we switched to a, a multi-veterinarian uh, clinic that also had open hours on Saturday. And so for us, it fit our lifestyle better. And to have this another layer then of accessibility, which you know, you know, your veterinarian is right. He needs to have work-life balance, but it doesn't seem to um, matter to the pet um, of whether or not it's after exactly. hours. And it exactly. happens, it's happened so often that that emergency or potential emergency does happen off hours. So I love the fact that it does this. So let's say that I really love this idea of listening to the show, but I'm like, gosh, I know my veterinarian doesn't have this. So, and, and we're in a particularly small town, actually. There's not a lot of options here for after hours care. How can I help a vet, my veterinarian then get with Guardian Vets and add this service to their practice? You know, the easiest and most direct way would be to email them and just CC us. But, you know, of course, that's a tall order to ask. But if you do feel like this would be valuable, we highly, highly would appreciate, you know, any referral. Um, we also have people that just reach out to us on Facebook and tag the veterinary hospitals, or they can reach out to us directly and say, please contact my hospital. You know, we want them to sign up. Uh, but that's how we've been growing. It's really word of mouth and, you know, trying to focus on execution and making sure that we're delivering on the service promise for both the practices and the clients we serve. Fantastic. Now, let's switch gears a little bit because this is about the Purina uh, Pet Care Innovation Prize. Tell us about Mm -hmm. your experience there. What's that experience been for you for going through this whole process with that team there at Purina? So, you know, there's the boilerplate, like, this is unbelievable and I really appreciate it, and that's all true. I think some of the things that exceeded even, you know, my highest expectations were the level of support provided by Purina and the fact that you have access to such an amazing company that's got really deep breath um, within the pet industry uh, with support, with insights. That has just been invaluable and, you know, immensely appreciative of. Also, the peers in that cohort were unbelievable. I Super high-class founders with the other startups. And, you know, as a founder, sometimes the best way to learn is peer-to-peer because you're going through a lot of issues from scaling to issues with dev to hiring to just needing to vent to someone that really understands what it's like, um, you know, when, when cash flow is an issue and you have to feel like you have the weight of the world on you. So having a, a peer group of really, you know, outstanding founders has been really helpful for us. So between the support from Purina and the help that I've gotten from our peer group, it's, it's been unbelievable. 
So obviously you were quite successful with this particular uh, competition. I would like you to talk directly to entrepreneurs that are listening now and tell them what kind of mindset or uh, you know, tools and tips should they be preparing now if they want to enter this contest or other similar contests? What do you think? What would you give them advice-wise? I would say to be ready to show traction, to be ready to show grit and how you've proven a business model. And, you know, at the end of the day, any competition, any investor, any whatever, they want to see, they want to promote and support something that they think will succeed. And even if you don't have a lot of traction, but you can demonstrate how you've come up with clever workarounds or how, you know, this is really going to scale in a big way and you just need the right support to make that happen. At the end of the day, it's really, I firmly believe, traction. And there's no excuse for, you know, money is never an excuse. Uh, we bootstrapped our way to, you know, where we are. And it's still a humble spot, but we're growing. And I think you have to have the mentality of we're going to make this happen. We're going to show an immediate business, not just, you know, vanity metrics like likes or followers or people that don't pay. You actually have, a, have to have, I firmly believe, a real business um, and something that can truly scale. And you don't have to have it fully built out yet, but just show the foundations of what can, can truly grow. And um, I think the rest will kind of speak for itself. But having that mentality before asking for any money or before getting into um, any competition is highly advised because they will grill you. They will go into your unit economics. They will go into your business plan. They will challenge your valuation. They will look at your customer list and actually reach out to them and ask them what customers actually think about your business. So this process is, in fact, more rigorous than I thought it was going to be. And in a way, I'm really happy about that. But be prepared and, uh, you know, embrace embrace the challenge for what it is and, and don't 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 be discouraged. There's definitely a lot of down points, but you know, once you once you get movement, once you get momentum, there's nothing quite like it. So just keep at it. Fantastic, John. I really appreciate it. I want you to tell everybody where they can learn more about Guardian Vets so we can watch how you grow in the future. Uh, just visit guardianvets.com or go to our Facebook page and uh, follow us there. But the easiest way would just be to go to guardianvets.com and, and reach out if you have any questions. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us today, John. Thank you so much. So more and more folks are getting started in the pet industry. Entrepreneurs seem to pop up all the time with fabulous new ideas to help our pets. And how fast it is growing in all sorts of different directions, we're going to see some incredible new, innovative, and exciting products and companies emerge in the pet space. I am so excited. So thank you so much to Purina for doing things like this. And thanks, too, to our guest from today's show, Adam Hobler from Square Nine Ventures from Purina, James Bello from Shameless Pets, Anna Skaya from Base Paws. Kevin Lee from Playdate, Rich Kellerman from Bond Pets, and we just heard from John Dillon from Guardian Vets. Remember, pet lovers, if you have questions or ideas for future shows, just send us a message on our Facebook page or drop us an email at info at petlovergeek.com, and we will continue to bring you the best in geeky and techie pet products and tips. Until next time, this is Pet Lover Geek, brought to you by Pet Hub on Voice America. Thank you for tuning in this week for Pet Lover Geek. Please join your host, Lorian Clemens, for another edition on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go grab your best friend and take them out and enjoy the rest of your weekend.